This is your host Victoria and today we are on our last episode of this little mini-series all about overcoming fears and we are speaking about the fear of success. It's one that we don't speak about very often and you might be listening to this thinking, why would anybody be afraid of success? But it's something that's a lot more common than you think and might actually be something that you yourself struggle with without even knowing it. As usual, I would love to know where in the world you are, what you're up to, what you're doing, what your environment looks like as you listen to this episode. So take a quick picture of where you're at right now and tag me on Instagram, at Victoria Sarday. I would love to see. I really hope you guys enjoy this episode, and I thought I would just mention quickly that this is my 54th podcast episode, which means that it has been exactly one year since I have launched this podcast. So thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing my episodes. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for being there for the past year. It's been such a journey, such a ride. I've loved doing these episodes and being able to speak to you all through this medium. And I really hope that you've enjoyed the past 54 episodes as well. For this occasion, I'm running a little giveaway on my Instagram to celebrate the one year of this podcast. So I will put the link in the show notes below. Head over because the giveaway will be ending at the end of the week and I would love for you to participate. Enjoy the episode, guys. Welcome to the Victoria Sardin Podcast, where you'll discover actionable tools, tips, and tricks, as well as inspiring conversations to support you to change your own reality. We all have immense personal power within us. We all have the ability to be the person we look up to the most and take charge of our lives and our future. Sometimes we just need a little insight, a little change of perspective, and a friendly nudge to take the step. Are you ready? Hey guys, we are on episode 54, the one year mark of my podcast. I'm really excited to end it speaking about the fear of success. It's also the last episode of this four-part mini-series all about fears. Over the past three weeks, we've spoken about the fear of the unknown, the fear of rejection, the fear of failure, and this week, the fear of success. You might be thinking, who on earth is afraid of success and what the hell is wrong with them? Well, the truth is that many more of us are actually afraid of success than you'd think, and it's something that does come up also more often than you'd think. And maybe while listening to this episode, you might find yourself in some of the examples I'm giving and realize that this might be something that you have been struggling with to some extent without necessarily knowing it. And I really hope that it gives you the clarity, the tools, and the reflections that you need in order to move beyond it. So let's look at, first of all, why the hell any of us have a fear of success? It really shouldn't be something that we're afraid of, right? It's something that we're all striving for, regardless of what our personal definition of success is and what domain of our life we're speaking about success. Regardless, we all want success. We all want to have a positive outcome of whatever it is that we want in our life. We all want successful, happy, loving relationships. We all want a thriving career. We all want a strong and supportive social circle, right? These are all things that we want. Why would there be fear there? So first reason, and this is incredibly related to 
the first episode of this mini-series all about the fear of the unknown, which I will link in the show notes below. And it's this idea that, well, with success brings change. And if you've found yourself in a state of struggle for quite some time, constantly trying to make improvements in one aspect of your life, well, if you were to actually reach it, right, if you were to actually get there, then wouldn't your life look completely different? Wouldn't that change everything? And aren't we as humans and by nature afraid of change to a certain extent, right? We don't like the unknown. And this is very related to the ambiguity effect, which is something that I find incredibly fascinating, which is the idea that as people, we actually prefer something that we know which is not ideal rather than a promise that isn't clear, that isn't concrete, that seems a bit ambiguous, even if we are told it will be better than the alternative. So let's say we have two options. One is not really ideal. The other one we're told it'll be better, but it's kind of this mystery box. You don't really know what's in it. Most of the time, we're gonna reach for the one that we know, even if we know it's going to be less good. And that's so interesting because that completely explains the fear of success. It's like we know that we want the success, but because we're not really clear on what that might actually look like in our life, then it's something that we actually shy away from. So that is one of the big reasons why we might actually have this fear of success or fear of overcoming a challenge that we might have been battling for quite some time. And I remember having actually spoken about this with somebody who was dealing with an eating disorder and was struggling with improving their relationship with food and their bodies. And they were saying, well, what if all of a sudden I feel amazing about myself and I don't have this disordered eating pattern where I'm constantly worried about what I'm going to eat when? then what will my life be? This is all I've ever done. This is all I've ever known. So that, in a way, also suggests a fear of success. It's a fear of moving beyond a challenge because all we know is that challenge. Another reason is that we have this fear of, okay, what if I am successful and I achieve what it is that I want to achieve? Well, then I'm going to have to keep it up right? There's going to be expectations there. It's going to be hard, right? I'm going to have to work so hard in order to maintain. And what if I can't maintain it? And then what if I let people down, right? It relates once again to this fear of failure and the fear of rejection. So you'll start to notice in this episode, which is why I wanted to specifically end with the fear of success, is it starts to tie all the fears together because they are all related. And when we do find resistance towards something, there tends to be elements of all the types of fears in there. The next one is dissatisfaction. So what if I have a goal, a big dream, Right? I want to, I don't know, move to Australia and live on Bondi Beach. And what if I do that and I'm successful in my endeavors and then I'm still unhappy and I'm still unsatisfied with my life and I'm still the same person with the same battles and the same struggles and ultimately nothing actually changes. Isn't it just easier to have this distant dream of one day I'll live in Australia on Bondi Beach and kind of leave it as this dream in the back of your mind. Because then it's something that gives you this hope for the future, but you never actually have to get there and face the reality of what if it's not all it's meant to be? 
And what if the baggage that I'm holding on to now is something that's actually just strapped to my back and is going to follow me where I go? Another one is, well, how will people react if I am incredibly successful? If I, I don't know, launch a business and it becomes this huge, wild success, what are people around me going to think? Are they still going to want to be my friends? Are they going to react to me differently? Once again, tied to this fear of rejection, right? Another big element of it is related to the shadow. The shadow is something spoken a lot about in psychology. It's an idea that was brought forth by Carl Jung. And it's this idea that we all have these shadows within us. They're the dark sides of ourselves, of our personalities. They're the sides of us that we aren't aware of that we don't ever want to have to face or to see, and we don't want anybody around us to ever have to see either. And sometimes we have this fear of the internal shadow within us without even knowing it. It can be something completely subconscious. But the way it might demonstrate in this fear of success is, well, who will I become if I'm successful all of a sudden? Will I become greedy? Will I become a horrible person? Will I care more about my successes than my family or my friends? Will I turn into someone who's completely self-centered and obsessed with whatever it is that I've achieved in? Or will I become narcissistic? Or will I become full of myself? And this fear of who will I be and who will I become is obviously incredibly related to this fear of the unknown, right? Because it's essentially saying we don't know what our environment will look like if we succeed, and we don't know who even we will be if we succeed. And not knowing who you will be, well, that's really scary because you are trapped to yourself, right? You are in your body. And if you start reacting in a way that you know isn't good, you know isn't right, and these shadows really demonstrate themselves, then that is is terrifying. It's enough to leave you in this place of the known just so that you don't ever have to face that. Another one which is interesting is maybe we don't want to succeed because if we do, we can't play this role of the victim or the martyr any longer. And this is very related to the victim mentality. I have a whole podcast episode about that, which I'll link in the show notes below as well. But when we are in victim mentality, we are living and thriving off the pity of others. We love playing the victim. We love having a little rant and a whine and a complain. And we love those around us to stroke our hair and to feel sorry for ourselves, right? And it can become this pattern that we're slightly addicted to. And we stay in this role. And the truth is, if we're successful in what we're doing, well, we can't be that person anymore, right? We can't play the victim anymore. If you're wildly successful and you're doing so well, well, who's going to stroke your hair and feel sorry for you? nobody. So that can be something that actually stands in our way of wanting to reach success. There's a few last reasons here why we might actually have this fear of success. Another one is imposter syndrome, right? It's classic. It's, well, if I were to reach success, well, I'd be an imposter. I'd have to constantly have to fake my way through because people would think that I am something that I'm not. I have a whole podcast episode about imposter syndrome as well. And the last one is this upper limit problem, which is a concept that Gay Hendricks talks about in his book, The Big Leap. And the upper limit problem is this cap that we put on the levels of happiness, of success, of joy, of love, of partnership that we think that we are worthy of, that we think is realistic or that we think is fair. And 
it can kind of also bring along this idea of, well, if I were to reach that cap or if I were to exceed it, well, I mean, it couldn't last. And because we put this cap, we have this idea in our head, well, you need to suffer in life, right? Life is full of suffering. So if I'm reaching this point beyond my cap of what I think is realistic to be happy, to be loved, to be wealthy, to be free, to be anything, then maybe I'm just living in some la-la land, right? I'm on cloud nine. It's going to be all fake. It's not real. It's going to come crashing down. It's going to bite me in the ass. All these things because we just have this idea in our head that it's just not possible and it's incredibly, incredibly related to beliefs. And actually one last point which follows up on that previous one with the upper limit problem, it's maybe being successful isn't fair. We have this idea in our head that if I'm successful, if I'm happy, if I'm loved, if everything's going well, then that's just not fair for others. We almost feel like we are robbing from other people. And there's this really weird, twisted idea in our world, which stems very highly from religion. And it's this idea that the moral way is to be the one who's suffering, right? We moralize those who are weak, who are sad, who are helpless. And we often see those who have everything as the bad guys. They're the greedy ones. They're the ones in power. And I speak about this a lot in my podcast episodes about money mindset, which I'll link in the show notes below, because it's something that comes a lot with money mindset. It's something that stands in our way from actually making an income that we're happy and satisfied and proud with and that allows us to live the life that we want to, because we think, well, if I am able to have the kind of wealth that I dream of, well, then I'll become the bad guy. And there's an idea that I speak about in my podcast episode all about being happy for other people's success, which is the idea that lighting another candle does not rob you of your light, right? So success and happiness and wealth and love, those are all elements and resources that are not limited. They're abundant. So you reaching a certain level of love or happiness in your relationship doesn't mean that somebody else is all of a sudden less happy in their relationship. Or you growing to a point of what you consider success in your work life doesn't make somebody else all of a sudden lose their job, right? It's not a pie getting cut into pieces. I'll link that episode in the show notes as well because it's really related. So if that's something that speaks to you, I recommend you have a listen. So, okay, so we went through a lot of reasons why we might have this fear of success. And I hope that having gone through this reason gives you this sense of clarity of, okay, I see why this is something that maybe people might be struggling with and maybe you might be struggling with, right? It kind of brings light to it and brings understanding to it. So what I have here are just a few quick points of what it might look like in your life, how this fear of success might actually show up. The first one is that you find yourself consistently doing busy work, right? Doing things that are keeping you busy, but are not moving the needle forward. So this is something that you might find in your work life, for example. You're doing the busy work, right? You're applying to the emails, you're making all the presentations look really pretty and doing the formatting and doing all the things that need to be done, but you're avoiding the things that will actually make a difference. 
you're avoiding standing up and taking an initiative and thinking of a new proposal and really making the steps forward that would actually potentially move you forward if that is something that you want to do in your career. Let's take it from a more relationship point of view. You're doing all the kind of quote unquote easy things that tend to help a relationship. So you're going on date nights, you're putting time aside to hang out, but you're not doing what would actually move the needle forward in your relationship, which is maybe having that difficult conversation, which is maybe really opening up about what you're truly going through or asking your partner deeper questions about what they're going through so that you can really establish that deeper connection. So once again, it's about doing the things that are easier that make you feel like you're putting in an effort, but you're not actually doing the thing that if you were to admit to yourself are actually making a difference at all. The second one is giving up, right? So you're reaching a point where things are slowly maybe starting to get better, or you can kind of feel like you're on the brink of a big change. And that's the time you decide, actually, no, you know what? I'm going to stop this. And this is something that I've seen a lot with my clients, very related to health, actually. They find themselves making huge progress within the domain of health, actually starting to feel better, get more energy, and that's when they decide to completely give up on the routines that have actually brought them there in the first place. Another one is procrastination. So we spoke about procrastination in the previous podcast episode, all about the fear of failure, and it can also show up with a fear of success because we procrastinate on the things that will actually make a difference. Maybe we let the important opportunities pass us by. So you get an email from somebody saying, hey, I'd love for you to come and give this talk. And realistically, it should be the kind of opportunity that you jump on because that's something that would bring you a huge step forward. But that's the email that you forget about. And three weeks later, you remembered you never even answered where the email from your phone company asking to fill out a satisfaction survey, I mean, you were on that immediately. You know, that did not last three seconds in your inbox that you were already ranting about how the connection isn't good enough. Realistically, once again, not focusing on the things that actually make a difference and can actually bring about change because we fear the change, but the success comes with change as well. And the last one is self-sabotage. It's stepping on your own feet. It's blocking yourself from actually making the progress that you need in order to reach those levels of success. So what can we do about this? What I have here are a few reflection questions that I actually recommend that you pursue in a journaling exercise. So if you're on a walk right now, you can write these questions down on your notes and do a little journaling exercise with this maybe in the coming days. If you're driving or you're not able to write it down, you'll find these reflection questions in the show notes below as well. So you can simply come back to this episode and use these questions in a journaling exercise later on. The first point I'd like to mention is that we often confuse the fear of failure and the fear of success. So before even getting started with this exercise, that's something that you want to gain clarity on. Is it a fear of failure or is it a fear of success. And the way you approach the situation, if it's a fear of failure or a fear of success, will be very different. So that's why you need to get really clear on what it is. And the best way to figure out if it's a fear of success or a fear of failure is imagine both. Imagine that one area of your life that you're working towards. What would it look like to completely fail? And what would it look like to succeed? And which is the one that makes you more uncomfortable? 
I'm assuming both would make you uncomfortable to a certain degree, but which one makes you more uncomfortable? Which is the one that actually feels even stickier, even ickier, even more scary to a certain extent? Perhaps if you've been working on something for a while now and you've actually quote unquote failed at it several times, it hasn't worked out for you. Well, when you envision the failure or you envision the success, well, maybe the failure actually feels less unknown, less uncomfortable because you've lived through it already. So you almost feel more comfortable with this idea of failing again rather than envisioning that success, that feels even scarier, even more uncomfortable. And that would be a clue that the true fear is the fear of success. So once it's clear to you which fear it is, if it's the fear of failure, then you can go ahead and follow the exercises in the previous episode. If it's the fear of success, you can go ahead and follow these. The first step in the journaling exercise is to really ask yourself, why do I fear this success? What do I associate with it? Do I fear that I'm gonna lose my friends? Do I fear that once I reach success, it's gonna be lots of work? It's just gonna be tons of effort? Do I have this idea that I might react in a horrible way and it's actually kind of this fear of this shadow that feels very unknown? What specifically about it? And let yourself really wander free in this journaling exercise and write about it as much as you can. Let your pen Just glide on the paper and write and write and write until you get it all out of your mind. Number two is, does it have to bring those associations? So can you succeed and not lose your friends or not completely disconnect from your family or not see your relationship crumble to the ground or find yourself working 24 hours a day, right? Can success come without the negative attributes that you've associated to it that might actually be bringing the fear. And if it does come without those negative attributes, what would that look like? So just have a little bit of a think here, have a bit of a visualization and just write it all out on paper. Does it have to bring that negative element or could it not? We're just visualizing here, right? We're just imagining this is a completely fictitious world but let's bring it into light. Let's bring it into reality through our words on paper. Number three is what do you have now that you once longed for? And chances are there will be a lot of things that you now have that you once longed for, right? Just look around. Maybe it's even the apartment that you're in or the house that you're in that a few years back you said, oh, I'd love to move into a bigger place or I'd love to have kids one day and now they're here or I'd love to be in a nice relationship or I'd love to have this kind of job. What do you have now that you once longed for? Because ultimately that shows that you have achieved success, that you have gone through change. Change has already occurred and change is continuously occurring. Change is inevitable and it's going to change in one way or another. And that's kind of the biggest misconception with success is assuming that things are going to stay the same unless I reach this place of success, but things are constantly changing with time. So you can either find yourself changing with time from a place of happen, from a place of circumstance, right? And things just changing as you get older, or you can change it from a place of proactivity, of actually stepping in and saying, I'm going to grow here. I'm going to level up. I'm going to 
bring success into my life proactively rather than let time change my environment without me actually having anything to do with it. So remembering the change has already occurred for you and what impact have those changes had on your life. And when you can actually realize that, you know what, over the past, I don't know, 10 years, you have grown into a new environment, into a new job, into a new relationship, and you haven't completely changed who you are as a circumstance, maybe the only changes have actually been relatively positive. So play with that a little bit and realize that if that's what's happened in the past, then that probably suggests what might happen in the future as well if more change comes about. And the fourth question is, how do I choose to surpass this fear and welcome success? And it all brings it down to choice. Ultimately, if you do not want to follow through a path to success, then you don't have to. But if you want to, you can. And it's about accepting that choice. How do you choose to surpass this fear and welcome success? What does that look like for you? What will it look like for you to choose to notice the fear, to give it a little wink, a little thank you, and then say, but I don't need this right now. I'm actually going to open my arms up and welcome all the success that wants to enter my life. So I hope that this episode was interesting. I hope that it might have sparked something within you. Please don't hesitate to let me know what you think and don't hesitate to send this episode on to a friend if you think that they might enjoy it as well. As I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, it is my one year of this podcast. So there is a giveaway going on on my Instagram this week. You can go ahead and click the link in the show notes below. Once again, thank you so much for being supportive and being there and listening for the past year. I really, really appreciate it. And if you have appreciated any of the episodes that I've put out over the past year, then I would really love it for you to take five seconds of your time right now to go and hop onto Apple Podcast and just give a little five stars. If you think that my podcast deserves those five stars or a little comment, I would love to see all these comments come through as I celebrate this one year as well. Thank you so much, guys, and I will see you next week for a brand new episode as we start year two of this podcast.